Say hello, I'm John Kane, and I welcome you to Let's Talk Native on this Tuesday, March 10th. It is Tuesday, right? Yeah, we're Tuesday. <laughs> March 10th, 2020. While this program may not provide a path to spiritual enlightenment, we do encourage, in some cases, start conversations. We kind of break the rules here for Native Radio. We don't do prayers, and we don't do buffalo speeches. We take a tough look at history, oppression, and survival. We talk about culture, the arts, politics, and identity. And we may step on a few toes along the way, but our real goal here is to bring people together by breaking down what separates us. We will take on the false narratives and provide critical thinking to all the deceived upon us. And we do it all right here, live from the Cattaraugus territory of the Seneca Nation. So let's talk native. But first, let me remind people that our audio streams live on our website, which is www.letstalknative.com. And there's a lot more there, too, so by all means, check it out. Uh, the video streams live on Facebook, via Facebook Live, on our group pages. We take the audio, we put it up on SoundCloud, which goes out as a podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. We take the video, we put it up on our YouTube channel, which is Let's Talk Native TV. I encourage you to subscribe subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel so you, you catch what we put out there um, and the conversations that we do. Uh, I am the show's host and producer. I'm joined here in studio by, uh, by Jake Proud, who is managing our audio and our video. Um, let's get into it. The coronavirus, COVID-19. Now, I'm going to stop well short of spinning my own conspiracy theories. I have some questions. I think there's some things that don't quite add up right. Um, I am responding to it, I don't, and I don't want to pretend that I think this is all hype um, and that every aspect of it is hype. Uh, but I want to talk about some of the things that are happening because of this and things you may or may not be aware of and the unprecedented nature of some of the response to this. And that's where I get concerned about what they're, what we're being told, um, what's real and what's not real. I mean, and I want to dispel some, a few of the myths that are out there. But first off, I made the decision this, this week that I will not be going to New York to do my show uh, for my, my Thursday shows on WBAI. I will be doing them remotely. I will be doing them here from uh, from my own studio. We got the lights up there yet too. If you want to, okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna sit on a train for eight and a half hours. Uh, public mass transit, public transit, or mass transit um, to go to New York. I'm not gonna you know spend an hour or two on the subways of New York City, and I'm not gonna spend another eight hours on a uh, on a <laughs> on a bus ride home. Those are like the petri dishes for uh, for for some of these 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 uh, diseases that can be you know transmitted person to person now and there's a couple of reasons and and i gotta tell you the, the my the least of my worries is me getting sick i'm, I'm gonna tell you right now and that, not because i think i'm bulletproof or invisible or anything else it's i just it's just not my biggest concern but i have two people I and mean, look and, and be, to be clear they've made it they they said if you're under 50 you're probably okay you know your your you the survival rate of this uh, this disease is uh is really really low if you're under 50 well in my household there's three of us that are over 50 uh, and two of the members of my household have COPD so they have an underlying um uh breathing you know lung condition so they are more more vulnerable including you know my father-in-law who is in his 70s and and I would not want to be in a, any way, shape, or form responsible for getting my, my wife or my father-in-law sick. So that's a higher priority for me than myself getting sick. 
And of course, I have other family that are, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to get Jake sick. I don't want to get anybody sick. So there's that. But the other thing that concerns me is the response to this is somewhat unprecedented. And and I'll get into some of that. But coming out of the gate, I don't want to get caught up in being pulled off a bus, a train, a subway, and putting and have and being quarantined for for 14 days, which may sound unreasonable. But I'm going to go through some of the list here. So I, I, that's my biggest concern. Uh, the travel isn't uh, completely necessary. I can do the show from here. I'll, I'll phone it in. I'll be doing a live show. Uh, I've got Reggie on the board in, 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 uh, in New York. I've got Regan coming in. So um, my co-host will be in studio. I will not be. And, and I don't know how, for how long. I know that uh, I won't be doing it for the rest of this month. And I was scheduled to go on vacation at the beginning of next month not sure if that's even going to happen so uh and i'll get into that a little bit more as we go through but but in case you haven't heard new york has more cases of the coronavirus this covid19 than any other state in the united states most of it centered around a, a suburb of New York City, and, and I mean it's close to New York City. So New Rochelle is, you know, when I say it's Westchester County, sometimes people can think, well, oh, that must be, you know, way north of, of New York. It's not. It's, it's pretty close. I, I used to have, I have friends who used to live in New Rochelle. It's not that far out, <clears throat> So just so you know. Um, and there was travel from one of the guys who was pinpointed as the, as the guy who may have gotten everybody else sick. Um, travel, he, he was a lawyer in Manhattan. Uh, he may have gotten a bunch of people from his synagogue uh, sick as well. There's over 90 people right in the New Rochelle area, including a guy who just drove him someplace, um, who have been who have tested positive and there's over 140 it might be approaching approaching 150 cases um in new york state um over 90 of which are in the new rochelle area and now not exclusively there there's still some in manhattan um and there's some in in, in jersey of course that's a different state upstate new york i think saratoga's got a couple i mean none in western new york so far I mean, I know there's people that have been quarantined, and uh, and but <laughs> there's also not enough testing to go around, and we'll get into that uh, a little bit later on as I go through here. But um, but New York is, is is one of the places that that has a pretty uh, has has more cases than any any other state, including Washington State, which has the most most deaths associated with it, um, and California, which has. Uh, uh, I think two deaths, I think, but New York so far, nobody's, nobody's passed away in New York. Um, but there, that's, there's a lot of cases. I mean, that's quite a few cases for something that, you know, kind of only started showing up, you know, a week or so ago in, in New York. So, so what's the response? They actually have the national guard deployed in New Rochelle. And, you know, I, I can't confirm exactly what they're doing, but there was talk. I've heard the governor talking about forming a one-mile perimeter around New Rochelle. I'm going to tell you, this is starting to sound like dystopian future stuff here, folks. I mean, this is not normal behavior. Some of this stuff is unprecedented. Okay, even before this week, even before the, the New Rochelle you know, perimeter. Last week, the city of Austin in Texas canceled one of their biggest events of the year. The South by South by Southwest uh, Music and Arts Festival, film festival, music. I mean, and I mean, it is a big deal. It's a it's a week long festival in Austin. 
the um, the company, the South by South by Southwest, that that organization is estimating that they're, they're going to lose ten million dollars. That's not even counting how much the city of Austin is going to lose. That's just how much South by Southwest is going to lose. They already laid off or, or fired, let go, um, a third of their employee uh, their 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 workforce, and while they're vowing to get it back on track next year now they've been doing this for 34 years they've had 34 years that they've never had the scene interrupted and it got canceled now it wasn't the organizers that canceled it from what i understand the city of austin canceled it so this is a big deal this is a huge festival this is one of the city of austin's big events of of the year and you know while south by southwest is saying that they they're going to try to continue and get through this they don't know how they don't know whether this could break them. I mean, this could this could put an end, for all intents and purposes, to uh, to this festival as it's been known for as it's grown for thirty four years. Never happened before. And Texas isn't even one of the higher higher states. This was just the city of Austin not wanting to have to deal with a bunch of people coming into their city, so they canceled this. I mean, this huge moneymaker for the city. So there's that. Syracuse University and Rutgers, and they're not the only two schools, but both Syracuse and Rutgers are canceling classes as far as sit-down classes. They're going to go completely to, to online um, classes. Uh, I think Syracuse is starting, I think, next week, pushing everything to, to online classes. And Rutgers is, do, is after spring break. Everything is going to be uh, online. So you've got two major universities that are completely wiping out kids being uh, going to classes and lectures and that kind of stuff. I, I mean, I never heard of such a thing. Not in the United States. Not in the United States. Unprecedented. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, so these things, these things alone, and and it's starting to affect you know uh, all kinds of travel. I mean, they're basically you're being told not to take a cruise, um, and if you do, you better be. Be prepared not to come home right away because you're gonna you're gonna be sitting in quarantine for a while. There's just a lot of, and I'm not you know I haven't even gotten to the whole Trump debacle associated with this thing, but there's just things about the response to this because what we keep hearing, and not just from Trump, but but look, a lot of people on 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 television and on radio are saying, well, you know, this is don't you know don't stay calm, you know, it, it's you know it's not that deadly, and of course the. We're hearing somewhere between two and and three and a half percent mortality rate from this. I mean, if you look at the, you know, there's over a hundred thousand people have gotten it, uh, and uh, thirty hundred have passed away. So when you do the math, it comes. What is it? It's over four thousand. All right, so it's it, it's coming in at this point just based on that math, over three and a half percent, close to close to four percent, close to four percent. Now. That's a pretty that that's a pretty high mortality rate, and of course they're saying if you're over fifty, you're at a much higher risk. If you have underlying conditions, you're at a higher risk. But there's a lot of people over fifty. I'm over fifty, and I'm not even just barely over fifty. I'm I'm a decade over fifty. So what it's what it's telling people, you know, there, there's like two messages coming out. On one hand, they're telling people to be calm, and on the other hand, there there's all of these things that are happening that have never happened. I've never heard of the National Guard being deployed around a major uh, suburb of a major city to quarantine the whole city. Look, and it's, and it's um, more drastic action has happened in other places. Italy's like the whole country. That first it was just the north of Italy. Now it's the whole country that's under some level of quarantine. Uh, 
China and South Korea were very, very aggressive. And in fact, they may have actually turned the corner. It sounds like the, the number of new cases is leveling off. But the, the United States isn't even close. I mean, they, even though the United States is, is about as far away from China as you could possibly be, uh, it, is, it is one of the, the hotspots at this point. And so, so to me, there's something that they're not completely telling us. You know, the fact that we're seeing some of this stuff. I'm, I'm supposed to speak at a conference up at SUNY Potsdam uh, on the 3rd and 4th or 4th and 5th of next month. I'm fully expecting that that's going to get canceled whether it's it's from the the organizers or whether it's from SUNY Potsdam. Uh these these um uh election these campaign e- events. Uh both Joe Biden and and um and Bernie Sanders were going to do a rally tonight. However the the results of their big Tuesday thing went um in Cleveland, Ohio. They were going to do a uh, they were both going to do big events at, at Cleveland, Ohio because that's the next state for their primaries or whatever else uh, next week or whatever. And they both canceled. I mean, this is, again, it, this is all kind of unprecedented. So understanding how they're responding, and, and, and again, even, even my own response. Now, again, we're all left trying to figure out how to interpret all this stuff. You know, I know right now there's, there are no confirmed cases in Western New York. And, you know, so I'm not real worried about here. But like I said, there's there's a lot of foul, <laughs> foul things afoot in in New York City. So uh, every week I go there, I guess I, you know, in fact, I went less than 14 days ago. I, I still could be at risk. You know, Jake just reminded me <laughs> a little while ago, said, you're, you're not 11 days out yet. So anything's gonna, anything, anything's possible. So well, I guess we'll see. Um, now. I got to address some of the, the the craziness. I mean, drinking bleach is not going to fix this. So anybody who thinks that that's the solution because they saw it on Facebook, don't drink bleach. I, and you know what? If you're really that stupid, then go ahead and drink bleach. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but uh, it isn't going to fix this. Now, for all of you who keep posting the the screenshots of the can of Lysol. Saying, hey, wait a second. They're saying this is a new, this coronavirus is brand new. And look, it says on the back of the can that this kills coronavirus. How could it kill coronavirus if it's brand new? Nobody is suggesting that coronavirus is brand new. They're saying this strain of coronavirus is brand new. This is a new coronavirus. They call it, they call it novel, novel coronavirus, whatever. But it's, uh, the other two coronaviruses that have been out are things like, um, um, was it SARS and MERS? I think were the were the two that, if anybody remembers that. So coronavirus isn't something new, but this strain is. So yes, Lysol and you know and Clorox cleaners it will it will kill the virus on a surface that you clean. That doesn't mean that it's a cure for it. So just understand there's a difference between killing a virus and curing a a viral infection all right there's there is a difference you know it's one of the ways you can i guess one of the ways you can eliminate the viral infection is kill the human being who has it i guess and that but that's that's not a cure that's like wiping it off the surface right so just so you understand okay it's even though you can kill the, uh, the hand sanitizer alcohol will will kill the the coronavirus 
It doesn't mean if you drink it, it's going to kill it. It is. It means that it'll kill the virus on a surface or whatever else, on your hands, on your, you know, put on your face, it might burn a little bit. But, uh, you know, look, if you wash um, and if you use, you know, the hand sanitizers and you try to keep the sur- surfaces of your house clean, and look, and if you don't have strangers coming, if you don't have people, it's not going to, co- you know, just fly in the window all by itself. I mean, so just to understand, I mean, <sighs> But but there is something that I feel like is is missing in the danger associated with this. And, you know, and now whether that danger is real or not. Look, I know there's a whole lot of people saying this is geoengineering. This is a, a government conspiracy. I'm not subscribing to that. Look, and I'm not saying it, is that anything's possible. But that's you know, I, I'm look. I'm not even going to worry about that. You know, the, the thing I will worry about is if this thing does have an effect on my family or my community. So part of the reason for not going to New York is because I want to make sure that that I'm not playing any kind of role in spreading it, you know, picking it up in, in the New York City area and bringing it back to my family and my community. So I won't do that. But I think it's really important, though, that 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 people pay attention to this and ask the questions. Why? Why is there an unprecedented level of uh, reaction to this um, for this country? And 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 even as you ask that question. You got to ask the next question. Well, why isn't this, why is this country so ill prepared for it? And this goes beyond just Trump. I mean, that he is definitely part of the problem. I mean, he he got rid of the the whole department to deal with infectious diseases, and I mean, he he got he got rid of that. You know, he thought it was a waste of money. And the crew that he's got around him now are just a bunch of yes people who who just com- continue to just blow smoke up uh his ass and and ours for that matter every time they say oh we're, we're you know, we want to thank the president for his attention we want to thank the president look you guys are all morons i mean you have plenty of time i mean trump tried to tried to boast that somehow his um uh his travel restrictions against muslims you know was the, some brilliant idea that somehow was going to stop this infectious infectious disease problem is it's not necessarily the muslim countries that are uh, you know look iran had some there's no question about that they're close close to china um but and of, but of course there was there was no precautions taken taken here not not proper precautions uh, you know like i said china and south korea they seem to have turned the tide on this thing the united states isn't even close and the u.s had plenty of time to do it uh so and we also get mixed messages you get the president saying no you can go to work He's basically saying, you know, the, you know, talking about how the vast majority of people um, uh, survive it and, are, and, and get cured. He doesn't, and he actually says words like that. They don't, he doesn't say they, they fight off the, the infection and they're fine. He makes it sound like they got cured. He actually went on to say, well, once we get to April, um, the, the disease will just miraculously disappear. I mean, this is, the, and he goes on to say that he that he has um, a hunch about this, and and he's he has a higher understanding about this stuff because he had a smart uncle or something like that. I mean, some retarded thing like that is what he said. Um, but anyway, I mean, and that's the mix uh, the mixed messaging. The, the news you can't get a straight story from anybody. I mean, because for every story you hear about one of these extreme measures, like schools canceling classes. Or the National Guard being deployed around uh, New Rochelle, you you hear another story that says, "Oh, yeah, it's really not that. It's not that serious." You get guys like Trump and other people saying, "Well, there are more people who die of the flu." Yes, that's true. Um, so then, why is this a big deal then? 
You know, there's there's some of these things that are just not adding up quite right. A a cruise ship was circling, was just out in the water for uh, for a period of time because, and and Trump was basically saying he didn't want the the people let off the, the cruise ship. He he wanted to apparently he just wanted the disease to fester on the ship so he didn't have to count the numbers. In fact, California, uh, their numbers went up by about twenty people uh, uh, as far as people who were uh, tested positive because. 20 people from that that ship they may not live in california but that's where they were where they released to so yeah the, there's something that's not quite adding up with all this and again i'm not trying to spin a conspiracy theory but either either they're not telling us something or this thing is overhyped i mean and, and you know so it's it's got to be one or the other i don't understand these unprecedented measures being taken but the one thing I do know for sure, whatever I don't know about the disease is is in one box. But what I do know about how the how the the National Guard is reacting in in the Rochelle, the, I, what I do know about the, these mandatory quarantines and that kind of stuff, I do know what that is. So at this point, I've got more of a concern about what's going to be forced on me by people who claim to be doing the right thing on this thing than I am about the disease because frankly they're not giving you a whole lot of information that that is relevant you know, so i get it if you're if you're older and you have an underlying condition you're at a higher risk and the the elderly i mean in washington for instance washington state the bulk of their deaths had to do with uh with this with this virus getting into a nursing home so clearly these people were already you know in in some some level of nursing home or extended care so they they were not probably the healthiest people in the world and from what i understand even in new york it's 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 some of the elderly people in the in the new rochelle area that um uh that are are the sickest with this but there again there, there's something that isn't quite adding up for me and although i've had to take her you know take some action relating to this it's it's as much an action that I'm taking because of what is unknown than what I do know. And and like I said, my, my biggest concern is I could absolutely find uh, see myself being um, locked down you know, because I was on uh, on a bad subway or on a bad train or on a on a bad bus. I could see that happening. And, you know, so we're gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how this thing plays out i know i I was talking to um uh to reggie my my um studio engineer in in new york and he said he got held up on uh, the subways for over an hour because of a sick passenger don't know if it's related to this or if it's the just the fear and the hype about this that that caused it but you know between the the responses that that new yorkers are likely to have on some of this and uh, and the the reaction that that government officials are having this thing could unravel it could unravel you know in a big way hey we're at the bottom of the hour so we're, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and and i want to talk a little bit more because you know this is like like i mentioned earlier this that it's kind of like this this whole dystopian future stuff coming now well it isn't just with the coronavirus or covid19 and we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get back this is john kane this is let's talk native
All right. Thanks for coming back. We're, we ran short on music. <laughs> hey, I want to thank our sponsors. I want to thank Ross and Holly John and the RJE family of businesses for supporting the show. I want to thank Eric White and ERW Enterprises, uh, the folks at Grinver Enterprises, and the folks at Cat Res uh, Smoke Shops, uh, Smoke and Gas Shops. Um, look, I, I, one of the things I want to be clear um, the, the flu numbers. And there's no direct comparison. I mean, because the the number of people who get the flu and various forms of the flu are there's hundreds of thousands of people that get that in in the United States in the United States alone. Thirty five million. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thirty five million. It's, and that's in what time frame? Since uh, so so from 2018 to 2035, you said thirty five million people got it. So if you suggest that that you know thirty thousand people have died, that's a still a pretty low number. So the the fatality rate or mortality rate of, of the flu is still way way smaller and by any uh equation that you use whether you use the the, the deaths and the the number of confirmed cases in the united states um or if you look at use the uh, numbers out of italy or if you use the numbers out of china or the global numbers it's still coming in about three and a half percent mortality rate now Trump, again, moron that he is, says, I got a hunch about this. I think the mortality rate, I think when all is said and done, we do the math, and we're going to find out that it was well below 1%. You have a hunch? You freaking moron. How could you, I mean, to even suggest that and, and to dispel this thing, when all of the numbers, no matter which sampling uh, numbers you use, still come up to about 3.5%. I mean, there's no question that if more testing has been done, um, you're going to find a lot more people with it. But you know what? You may also find that some of the numbers that people associated with death by the flu may have been death by the coronavirus. I mean, this thing, Jake was just feeling me, this thing's been around. I mean, this thing became known in, in December of last year. Now, there's a whole bunch of people who've, who've had the flu since then. Some of those people may have had the, the coronavirus. I mean, th- that could have been, we don't even know. And it isn't just about people who have traveled to, to China necessarily because they're, the whole idea or the, the cases in California, a couple of them, they said th- there was no contact with somebody. They didn't travel. They didn't have contact with people who traveled. And the thing I forgot to mention about um, the, the events that both Biden and uh, Sanders canceled in Cleveland Part of the reason it was canceled is because I think four more four confirmed cases uh, have um, uh, been confirmed in uh, the Cuyahoga County, which is includes Cleveland in Ohio. So that's the reason. So I mean, it's again, this thing is is hitting. I think the last count was it thirty two states. I think it was. Uh, I think thirty two states have have had some confirmed cases, and and it's probably more. You know, and of course, Canada's got theirs, and you know, I haven't heard much. You know, well, you know what is strange, and and I don't know why this is, or if it's just because of testing or whatever else. For whatever reason, Africa seems to have a lower uh, a lower percentage, considering everybody wants to associate Africa with the source of all you know of all things you know disease. So there's something to be said there. Um, but again, the the concern that I have is that. Not only do you get mixed messages, because you, you got a moron like, like Donald Trump saying stuff that is categorically untrue, just categorically untrue. But you've got a bunch of sycophants that, you know, he wiped out most of the, the CDC staff that would have known better. 
and even the ones who are there who i know got to be like just you know bleeding from their tongues from uh, every time trump speaks when they finally you know when he finally gets done they 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 just compliment him and tell him how wonderful he is and how what a great job he's done and he hasn't for one thing there's 300 million people in the united states there's only enough test kits to to test a mil, uh, i think they said a million six there's only been between four and six thousand people tested in the united states in the, in the 300 million people and only between four and six and, and the reason it's it's between four and six is because the um the cdc the federal government's only tested about four but they don't know how many have been tested by you know by states and, and state hospitals the the amount of information that is not being tracked it's it's incredible it's incredible i mean i guess i guess it shouldn't be that much of a shock when i when i see what a debacle you know the united states makes out of their own elections and the disinformation and and the, and the lack of coordination and uh and, and the fact that every state has their own set of rules and guidelines why should it be any different when it comes to trying to uh trying to address a you know a, a global pandemic right Look, I hope everybody plays it safe, and and I and 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 do all the the common sense things you know that, that you can do, and and the the biggest common sense thing you do is stay away from from crowds, uh, and especially traveling places where there may be people that have come from from uh, from areas you're not familiar with. So far, you know we got it pretty safe here. But it, you know, if we're gonna run off to Toronto, if we're gonna if we're gonna you know run off, to, if we're gonna fly uh, um, out of the country, in my case, even even the trips to New York, I look, I I had to think about you know the the implications of that, and you know, I, and again, I'm more concerned about what I could do to to the loved ones around me, to the community they live in, and and I can avoid it, so I'll I'll do my show from here. But I, I tell you, we just have to. You can't trust the information that, and I'm not going to get into the whole fake news thing. It, it isn't even just that. It, it, it's it's that the news has become such a business that they're going to put on Doctor Drew and tell you that it's hype. They're going to pull up, you know, you know, they're going to put up uh, what's what's the astronomer guy there? Uh, uh, yeah, Neil deGrasse. I saw him on. Why is he Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about coronavirus? I mean, maybe there's a relationship between you know billions and billions of stars. No, that's Carl Sagan. Okay, never mind. But maybe there's a connection. But I mean, so all these people are weighing in, and these TV doctors are weighing in. Then you get the CDC guys who, who just want to blow smoke up up Donald Trump's ass. None of the politicians can give you a straight answer. I mean, it's. I'm saying don't trust anybody. And don't trust the information that you're being provided. And I'm not trying to spin this as a conspiracy theory. I think some of the stuff is just plain unadulterated ignorance and political expediency. I think a lot of this, I mean, there's no question that, that Trump, the reason Trump didn't want these people coming off the ship, he wanted to, he didn't want to add their numbers to the number of confirmed cases in the United States. If they're in the water, he could say, well, that's not in this country. And he said something. You know, I'd rather have them out there because then uh, they're not, their numbers don't count and, uh, and they got sick and it's not our fault. <laughs> what do you mean it's not our fault? I mean, this is the, the moronic stuff that is coming out of the, uh, you know, the, the leader of the superpower in the world, right? I, I tell you, it's it's frightening. It's frightening the level of ignorance that um, that people with power have.
And, and, and of course, tied to this thing has been essentially the crash of the stock market. Um, you know, and look, I'm not boohooing over a bunch of rich people losing, uh, losing money. I mean, not at all. And, and in fact, even the, the, um, the fight between Saudi Arabia and, and Russia over oil prices, you know what? The fact that a barrel goes down to, you know, $28 a barrel, uh, and now it's right around 34, I think. You know what? That's good. You know why that's good? Because it kills tar sands oil and, uh, and, and fracked oil. And that's what it does because you can't produce, you know, hydrofract oil or tar sands oil for uh, cheap enough to, to be competitive. And so, you know what? All those pipelines, all the infrastructure, all of those, those, um, uh, all the infrastructure and all of that extraction that was supposed to be sold to China, China can buy it now, you know, buy oil cheaper from, from Saudi Arabia than, than Canada, the United States, anybody can provide them. So, yeah, look, I, I like watching the, these these rich guys all fight each other to death, you know. And and how much this is tied to the coronavirus doesn't even make sense. I mean, there was a certain sense that because of what was happening to the international markets, uh, that they were trying to dry, tie directly to the coronavirus, which I don't even think that's true. That that oil production would be a way to stabilize that. And so what happens? You know, Putin and the, uh, and the, and the prince of Saudi Arabia start uh, having their little pissing match about, uh, about oil prices. It's, 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 it's comical on some levels. But as far as the coronavirus tanking the, the stock market, let's be clear. All of the stock market has been, been grossly overvaluated, partially because of, of people, you know, con- uh, companies who got trillions of dollars in tax cuts from, from Donald Trump managed to, to not invest in their employees, not invest in expanding their, their, their companies or, um, or, or buying equipment or, or doing anything like that. No, they took their money and they invested it. How? By buying their stock back from their, C- from their own CEOs. The, the stock buyback stuff is, is one of the biggest Ponzi schemes ever. But I don't want to get too far off on this thing. But I do have to say that because we don't know uh, a whole lot of the facts associated with this, again, with this disease, with this virus. I mean, there's you even hear language like, yes, somebody was infected, but no, they don't have the disease. Well, even getting that explained isn't, isn't clear. Because I'm, you know, if you get infected and you have flu-like symptoms and, and that kind of stuff, and you're and you're sick, and is, does that mean you have the disease, or is that just the process that your body's going through to fight it off? Because there's a whole different level. They say when the, when this uh, this virus it, it wants to be lodged in your lungs, and I and I only heard once where they described this uh, this COVID nineteen virus as once it gets into your lungs, has the, uh, especially if you've got weakened lungs, it can kill lung tissue. I've only heard that once, and then I have, wasn't even able to verify it. So I'm not even saying take what I'm saying as the truth because it's hard to know what the truth is. I mean, so and it's not just if you have an underlying um, uh, lung condition. If you have any underlying condition, diabetes, you know, um, any of your organs, you know, whether you've got a heart condition or you've got uh, liver or kidney problems. You are at at a higher risk when this thing uh, when this apparently when this virus gets in, uh, into your system. And, you know, and of course, that's, that usually gets attributed to, to, to older people. But I got to tell you, because they're not telling us um, 
a great level of detail on, on these on, on this virus, and yet they're doing these unprecedented things like universities shutting their classes down, schools that are shutting down. I mean, in Washington State, there's a whole lot of uh, schools and uh, uh, high schools, elementary schools. They're, they're a lot of them shutting down. Uh, there are companies like like Amazon that are uh, that are uh, getting a large percentage of their um, of their employees working from home. And I'm not even talking about what China did. China had people, you know, locked in their in their homes, literally with people who wouldn't let them out of their homes. I mean, it was that extreme. They they went to a very extreme measures, and people can say, "Well, that's China. They do that kind of thing." Well, if the if the National Guard is deployed around the city of Rochelle, uh, that's I I agree. That sounds something like something another country does. But you know what? Don't put anything past these folks. And I, and I'm not suggesting that this is a conspiracy to hide something else. I mean, I, I've heard some people say this is an effort to, to uh, disrupt the, the, the 2020 election. Yeah, look, maybe it is. I don't know. But all I know is that, that there are, and I don't know for sure because I don't know any per, anybody personally who's died, but allegedly we're being told that people are dying, and they're dying at a, at a rate that is pretty high for this kind of, uh, this kind of infection, this kind of viral infection. So we all need to to take our own precautions. You know, the, the fact that that you that it's even hard to find hand sanitizer is a concern. You know, I, I and I wonder the Seneca Nation used to give that stuff away left and right. I mean, every event, whether it was education, I mean, it seems like they were always giving away these these little bottles of hand sanitizer. Now would be a good time, folks. I would love to know that the that the clinic uh, and whatever organizations that had this stuff. Um, says, you know, come by, come by and get some. And I'm not saying come fill your pockets up with it, but it, look, I mean, it would it, be great to know that there's some. I even, you know, I even wonder about the casino, for instance. Look, that's another place where there's a lot of people and they sit right in a machine and they breathe all over it. If if I were the Seneca Nation and, and if I were the, the Seneca Gaming Corp, I would not only make sure that I upped the routine for wiping down the machines with something that would you know, kill, uh, take away the service contact, uh, uh, the virus uh, on the services. I would also advertise that. Now, I know that sounds a little self-serving, but I would do that. I would let people know, look, we are taking extra precautions. And this should be something that should be a news item. Yes, we're, we've got people out there wiping down the machines every, maybe it's every couple hours, every hour. I don't know. Whatever is, is feasible. But I would, I would let the public know that, that, that the Seneca Nation is taking its precautions uh, seriously for yeah, be, because I, this stuff will start to affect everybody. It'll start to, to affect revenue for the Seneca Nation. It'll start to affect any, you know, um, any public uh, or any establishment that, that serves the public, that has people you know, coming there, is, is going to be affected by it. I mean, that's why they canceled South by Southwest. I mean, I know there. Look, I heard ridiculous things being said by by the, the both the mayor of New York City and the governor of the, of the state of New York saying, "Don't enter a crowded subway car." If you've never been to New York City, you don't know how absurd that suggestion is. Nobody wants to get into a crowded subway car. It's that that's how you get around the city. I mean, it, it's an absurd suggestion because. Trust me, nobody wants to be in a crowded subway car. And 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 then you tell people what don't don't hold on to the rails inside. I mean, I'm look, this thing can go very badly. I can see people 
responding poorly. I could see people, you know, getting more agitated with each other. And, you know, and you take a city like, like New York, and I've said it before, look, I go to New York every week. And although I, I do like going to New York, every time I go, I wonder who thought this was a good idea. And yet, globally, city living is becoming the, um, the preferred way. I think it's. I think I. Some. I heard somebody say that this is the first time in history that more people globally live in in cities than uh, than in rural areas. Now, I, I. I didn't. I thought that they probably crossed that threshold a long time ago. But it shows you how much this is still growing. The idea that people will leave the confines of of, of nature and and pack themselves into these cities, and and of course it's not just the United States, but but again, city living in the United States is something that is being constantly promoted it is being promoted as you know as an improved lifestyle well not when a global pandemic hits not when a pandemic hits and that's something that we 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 need to be concerned about look i live on the cataraugus territory of Seneca nation that's where we're broadcasting from here i've got no desire to go to any crowded places and like i said i'm, I'm scheduled to take a vacation uh, next month I don't know what that's going to look like. Spring break is coming, folks. So how how are cities who rely on that revenue every single year, how are cities going to respond to that? I, look, I've heard some of my friends in Hawaii say, hell no, we don't need to have, uh, we should shut down the tourism. People in Hawaii are saying, hell no, we should stop uh, tourists from coming into, into Hawaii. I mean, Hawaii is not a big place. I mean, I'm not saying there's no, there's, there's plenty of wide open spaces, but... But again, you know, something like this hits, hits uh, you know, a touristy area like Hawaii, and it could not only spread all over the island, but it could also can you know, everybody who goes home. So, so what's going to happen during spring break? I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, are, are hotels going to shut down? Are, is, is somebody like someplace like Florida or, or you know, or even a lot of the, the you know, the foreign destinations, uh, uh, Mexico, the Caribbean, are all these places going to say, you know, look, not this year. We're going to pass this year. And what does that mean economically? You know, but what, what, how, are, how are people going to survive? Look, if you, if you get sick and you not only have to stay home, but you have to stay home for 14 days, that's two weeks of pay. Most people don't have that level of sick pay. Now, there's some talk about, you know, at the state level and the federal level about trying to offer some sort of financial relief. <laughs> and then if they do it, can they make it retroactive? I, I mean to tell you, there are some strange things uh, underfoot here. And and again, I'm not trying to spin this as, you know, the work of evildoers. But I tell you, there's some people who are incompetent that, that many, many people are depending on for information, for guidance, and for leadership. And it ain't there. It ain't there, folks. And I'm not just... I'm not just picking on Republicans or Trump or, you know, or, or even Cuomo or de Blasio or anybody else. Look, there... I think this country, the United States, not my country, but the United States is ill-prepared, ill-prepared for this. And they had more time than, than most places did. They had plenty of time to prepare for this. But you know what? It was being dismissed uh, at, at such a high rate. As it was being dismissed so much. You know, I, I've said this before that Trump is the, is the president the United States deserves. And, you know, and, and I'm, not, I'm not wishing illness on anybody. But I got to tell you, this, you, you could see this coming. You could see something like this coming. 
because if you, when you have poor leadership and you have you know systems that i mean there are there are a ton of spots that that um in the u.s government that that uh that trump never even filled i mean he actually gutted a lot of agencies that that may have had a role he's trying to gut the the epa all the things that that are they're meant to keep people safe except for the military and i'll tell you you can't bomb the crap out of uh, out of the coronavirus there's nothing you can do <laughs> and and you and you there's no there's no country to bomb there's no you can't bomb a disease so you can you can spend your trillions of dollars on, on on the military, and then what? And what does that do to protect you against you know uh, an invisible threat? Well, I'll tell you, between the ignorance and you know uh, associated with all this and the actual virus, it's hard to know what's worse. I mean, I, nobody, they say nobody's, nobody's ever died of being stupid. I don't necessarily believe that's true. I think plenty of people, these, these guys who are drinking bleach, <laughs> those people may die from being stupid. And the fact that people will post that, will post that stuff up on Facebook and, you know, Twitter and, and other social media. Man, you people are sick trying to, uh, trying to convince people to do stuff like that. Look, I, I hope everybody plays it safe. I really do. But you do have to, uh, there's some common sense things to do and you know among them is try to minimize your contact with 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 other people especially people you don't know and people that you know who who travel a lot i mean you got to minimize that wash your hands you know try to you know disinfect services keep yourself well hydrated um and look if you if you do come down with a, a especially a fever associated with this and that's the, one of the biggest differences between uh influenza and and this you know this um illness is that there's clearly a fever associated with it where with a cold not so much but if you become feverish then make sure you you get medical help especially and 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 look if you are sick stay away from the elderly if if you look if you've got grandparents and and if you've got don't go visit you know grandma in in the nursing home you know I, i know that sounds cruel but you know let's let's make sure that we don't do the stupid things here and and we at least increase our chances uh, of getting through this, especially considering the lack of information and the lack of, you know, reliable information. So, look, and I'm not trying to hype this up, but I, I, but I do know that if you watch the news and if you see what's happening, like I said, universities, um, you know, big, huge money-making events, you know, uh, being canceled. I mean, look, you better think twice about concerts, all of these things. You know, I, I was hearing in New York, they were saying if, you're, um, if, you, <laughs> if you eat at a restaurant, try to make sure that you sit at least a meter, you know, so they want you to sit at least three feet away from somebody else. Well, I'll tell you, that doesn't bode well for restaurants that are trying to pack people in. But I, I got to tell you, this is, we're not, nobody's even really begun to calculate the uh the financial impact of this i mean they're not even close and and why it's too early to tell i know south by southwest said this is this thing cost uh, was going to cost them um you know 10 million dollars and that's just them that's not even the city of austin you know and and if you've got there's a bunch of people who probably bought airplane tickets they're trying to figure out whether they can get them refunded there's a whole lot of people there's a whole lot of stuff that's going to unravel and there's going to be a lot of angry people over this and 
if you think you're going to get help from the uh, from a government response, I got to tell you, fat chance. This government, your state governments, you know, the the deficits are so high that there's no way there, there there's almost no way. The only reason that anybody will do anything if they think they can do it to buy votes. <laughs> Jesus, it seems like, um, you know, maybe Bloomberg should have spent, uh, you know, half a billion dollars uh, trying to try to do something meaningful instead of his wasted attempt at running for running for president. I mean, the amount of money that gets wasted is, you know, it's it, it's incredible. But in this situation, we're watching this thing, unfo- this thing unfold in a way that I've never seen it. Look, I'm 60 years old. I've never seen this level of reaction to uh, and look look mers sars you know uh, swine flu h1n1 you know uh, zika all these things that, that have happened and i know people say yeah they always come out during a, an election cycle well whatever but all of those things none of them have been responded to in the way that this is and and this response as unprecedented as it is in the united states is muted by comparison to china um italy um south korea this is this is a much lesser response than other countries have so what does that mean well the united states isn't exactly the healthiest uh country in the world either you know i know billions of dollars uh tied to the the, the medical industry but you know americans aren't very healthy uh there's a whole lot of ailments associated with with americans and a part of it has to do with you know uh, you know with what we eat what we breathe you know the our living condition our lifestyles so it's not like we can say well americans are tough they'll get through this no you're not <laughs> you're not you're not a healthy species folks so all you know again again i i can't emphasize this enough we all have to be more careful and and of course and I'm not speaking only to native people here, but you know what? Maybe this, this idea of us being remote and somewhat isolated, and you know, and and not being welcome in certain places, maybe that's going to be. I hate to use the word blessing, but, <laughs> but maybe it's a blessing in disguise. I don't know. Maybe this is the thing that that separates us. Maybe it's some of that isolation and some of that. Um, alienation that we feel from the uh, from from the larger population and from some of the, the the racist elements around us. Maybe that's that's what's going to protect us from from some of this. And I guess I guess we'll have to see how that plays out. But please, you know, look after the very young babies. I mean, kids are seem to be fine, but you know, babies and elderly. Man, just do what you can to to make sure that that we do everything we can to pr- protect the and and the best protection especially for the elderly might be to stay the hell away like i said just stay away and and uh, and not the worst thing that anybody could do is say oh because of this epidemic i want to make sure that i spend time with my uh, with with my elderly you know grandparents no this is probably the best time for you to stay away you probably should have called her last week but not this week <laughs> call her yeah you can call her on the phone but but this is not a good time to spend a bunch of time you know hugging up on your on grandma you know, I'm, I'm, and and I say that out of out of love and kindness, not out of uh, neglect. So this is the kind of stuff that we have to think about, folks. Um, and you know, again, I don't know if the if the Seneca Nation, if the if the clinic is offering any 
I mean, it, it'd be great to, to hear somebody come out with, um, uh, with, with at least some level of protocol from people that you trust. And a bottle of hand sanitizer to go along with it might be a good idea too. So maybe that's uh, some, maybe somebody will, 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 somebody will hear the show and say, you know what, Santa Nation, maybe you should do this, this, and this. Not because John Kane said so, but because you just should. I, w- I would just like to see uh, a little bit more um, leadership close by. Because at the end of the day, what those morons in Albany or morons in, in Washington do, they're a long ways from where we live. But we have people right close to us. And we should be able to rely on each other. And we should be able to rely on people that we've given a certain responsibility to. Um, those are supposed to be the servants. Those are the people who are supposed to serve us. So hopefully some people do the right thing and, you know, and, and at least offer some direction or some, you know, some reliable information on this thing. So that's, that's my hope. That's my hope. All right. Hey, um, like I said, I'm not going to New York this week, but I will be doing my show live from this studio. I will be connecting up, uh, with my studio in New York. Um, so I'll, I'll be here. Uh, trust me, I don't have to interact with a whole lot of people. To go from Indian Hill down to, down to my studio here at Iroquois uh, Smoke Shop, I don't have to go very far. So, uh, and I don't have to run into a, bu- a bunch of people. But I will be doing my show on Thursday. It's Thursdays at 3 o'clock. It's a two-hour show. We do call-ins. For all of you who say, look, they'd like to join me on Let's Talk Native, I don't really have the great capability to do uh, call-ins here. But when we do the show in New York... You can dial into that studio. So even when I'm doing it remotely and, I, and I'm utilizing the studio in New York, the WBI studio, um, that's a great time. It's a, it's a two-hour show. The second hour is all calls. Uh, so if you ever want to weigh in on something, even though I present a topic each week and, and we, we usually spend the first hour talking about that, when I go to the phone calls, anything that anybody wants to discuss, I'm not saying I won't hang up on you. I might, <laughs> but, but but if you've got something you want to get off your chest and you want to, you know, I, and I'm I'm open to criticism, um, I'm not that open to insults and uh, insulting other people. But uh, but look, that's that's the show. If you want to call in on, that's the show to call in on. Um, and and again, that show is on on Thursdays from three to five p.m. Uh, we broadcast out of New York City on WBAI. That's 99.5 if you're in the city. Um, we stream that live on WBAI.org. And I do uh, Facebook live stream that show as well. It'll be a little different because we'll be streaming out of here. And you know the, the voices of uh, Regan, my co-host, will be over the telephone. But uh, anyway, we'll be doing that show live um, Kind of from New York and from Seneca Territory at the same time. So uh, that's that's the one change that I've done as a direct result of this this whole COVID nineteen uh, coronavirus uh, scare, if you will. And and, I, and when I say scare, I don't mean that it's false. I just mean we don't know, but we should be we should be concerned, I guess. So I want to thank you for listening. I know this was a bit of a rambling show, but uh, this is <laughs> that's kind of what this whole virus thing is all about. So. Um, We'll be, uh, again, uh, catch up with us on, on Thursday on my Let's Talk show, and then we'll be back here on, uh, on Saturday. This is John Kane. This is Let's Talk Native. Nyawe.